Welcome to the Bad Feeling Podcast. Chuck and Brian will attempt to entertain and inform you about Star Wars, the Old Republic. They will not succeed at either. In fact, the odds of a successful podcast are 12,367,000 to 1. The Bad Feeling Podcast is not recommended for consumption by Twi'lek, Cathar, Voss, Human, Cyborg, or any other sentient species. You have been warned. Greetings and salutations, my fine old Republic friends. Welcome to the Bad Feeling Podcast. Aloha! How you doing? I'm Chuck. I'm Brian. And this is a show that talks about this game that soaks up every waking second of our lives. Star Wars, the old Republic. Dude! Every waking second of our lives. I know, man. My first... Tanking experience you last night. You yes, did it. my first tanking experience. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I tell you what. I mean, I thought I was a tank before, but just in real life. Now, <laughs> uh, in MMO form, I am. That's right, dude. A tank. You did it. Well, barely. You, you managed. Know, and I robbed all of the gear from everybody. It was like, <laughs> fuck all you guys. I'm taking it all. Why? Because I need it, bitches. Yeah. Uh, I'm so proud. Well, you know, I, I had to start, got to start somewhere. Figure I start on friendly ground. That's right. I have tanked on that tune one other time. Oh, yeah? uh, and it was just a pickup group, and I didn't have any clue what I was doing. So wow. it was a little bit nicer to be. Uh, in loving company. That's right. You know, still so. have no idea what you're doing. Yeah, but. no, 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 no <laughs> close, but you know, it's all good. Hey, That's uh, right. hey make sure you uh, subscribe to this uh, dumb show on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. You can find us at badfeelingpodcast.com. Yeah. Uh, as well as, um, well, that's where we want you to go. If you go there, you can click on our support us page, our forums, right. uh, all that stuff. You can support us, of course, at patreon.com right. slash badfeelingpodcast. They don't like us very much because you can't search for stuff. No, that dude. uses the fuck word for some reason. I don't know why. God damn it. I don't know what the... I, don't, fucking, I have no idea fuck, what that's about. Fucking, but why... Yeah, Patreon's trying to be all family friendly. And I understand, like, I guess, in a weird sort of way. This episode, we've got... Uh, oh, and also social media, facebook.com slash podcast as well as Twitter. At BadFeelingPDCST. So make sure you find us somewhere. We're out there all yeah. the time tweeting stuff. I try to... I try to not tweet a bunch of boobs usually it's like boobs. star wars stuff uh star <laughs> wars and boobs related like, things like, that uh, kind of like, uh the I've, cyber elf been tweeting out tweet like tuesday oh nice <laughs> holy <laughs> shit well see <laughs> i got you in trouble <laughs> i follow like other podcasters i follow metal bands and i follow porn stars on twitter they're like that's nice. my thing so my feed I have to be very careful when I open my feed, like at work, <laughs> uh, at home, wherever I pull up my, my my feed on Twitter, it's like, whoa, what the hell? Yeah. Hey, Romy Rain, what's going on? Oh, hey, yeah. that's a huge one going into your, whoa, that's all right. <laughs> You're so, flexible. <laughs> but I try not to retweet that stuff just so, you She's know, a tank. <laughs> just so the, oh, yeah, she is. Uh, she can take a hit like nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad joke. Wait, no. That's somebody else. <laughs> We're not doing it. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. This episode, man, we have got uh we've got an interview with uh, our friend uh, eric musco we're excited uh because we That's have right. got something that is coming for well we talked about it last week we talked about uh, this new the war, new zone, war zone and we couldn't get very specific about it because we played it but we couldn't tell you about it right like anything that was going like how it works a little bit of a gag order there of, yeah you know the, once it's released then we can we, we can let you know about it but. well and mainly the reason that it was uh that it was that is because you know they worry about it they're going to change it so if you talk right. if you're playing something 
and then it gets to the playtest server, and then those things that you talk about are not there, then everybody's like, well, what the fuck happened to this? Yeah. And, and yeah, we, you don't want people to go ape shit about that stuff. So you got to kind of be a little bit tight-lipped with it. Well, this episode, we uh, we yeah. uh, we open up the lips. Been ungagged. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Boy, oh, God. Uh, all these porn references. Oh, no. What are we doing? Uh, I pull the ball gag out of my mouth. And, and we, we get to I've been talk drooling about, a lot. It's just yeah. <laughs> we get to talk about the actual war zone, some of the mechanics and the stuff that actually goes on in this war zone, which is yeah. really kind of kick ass. And we got to talk to Eric a little bit about you know kind of the making of and pull back the curtain a little bit on the kind of the development side of things too. So. I also give them the best idea that uh, that That's right. they had as far as fucking sold it to them marketing. I know. I'm like, what the fuck? God damn it! Why Giving it away. Just give these ideas away. I got to stop doing this. You know. <laughs> damn I'll it. Tell you what, when I right. when I after I said it, I was like, "Oh, son of a bitch!" Oh, well, that could be brilliant. Yep, mm-hmm. it could be good for everybody, though, right? It could. Well, I think it'd be. I think it's interesting. So we, when we get to that, you'll figure out exactly what we're talking about, and we'll talk more about the war zone. You'll see uh, all of the stuff about that. But right now, we got a beef, bro. We got a beef. Yeah, god damn it. With some podcast Listen. that thinks they got a beef with us, that think they they can stand next to us, right, and talk shit. Half as many episodes as us. I don't even they, know their name. Who is it? Who, well, what, it's what, Marshall what? and Will. Oh, who? Yeah. Who? Listen, Marshall. What? Oh. We don't know who you are. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we listen to your podcast. Well, listen, I listen to all 65 of your shows of the usual podcast and the real reviews and the, 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 so the verse now and whatnot. we're yeah. here to like say, so listen, we forgot you last week. That's what we did. We yeah. forgot yeah, you. Yeah, podcast war still on. Uh, actually, we just did. At our discretion. That's what <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what happens when you don't take show notes. You're like, oh, yeah. we're gonna, oh damn it. Oh, God, so. God damn it. Yeah, look at that. They're all prepared. All right, they've so got, podcast war back on. They've got their jabs all ready for us you know that dance off and shit apparently we're back on uh, yeah we're on oh don't don't make me dance off huh? oh yeah oh, will's got moves like java i'll so. whoop out some stuff man I mean, you gotta, <laughs> yeah you do what i gotta do get your hammer pants yeah <laughs> do the wookie all right all right yeah baby yeah podcast war on all right good times yeah. there no one you have not won <laughs> nor no. shall you no 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 shall drag on war of attrition that's what yeah, this right. is. Podcast war. We will, we will conquer you. Yes. Uh, so tune into the usual podcast and watch them lose. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. We, we, we can't point people over to them. Oh, no? No, is that? Oh, wait, that's not much of... Oh, oh damn it. We're bad at that's this. That's not how the war works. Show notes. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, oh, well. Now, uh, we also wanted to talk about that we had somebody that posted a question about uh, about uh, costume designer. We did. Or outfit designer. Yes. Or, or uh, a fashion maker or whatever the fuck they call That's it. That's right. So there's a, and this I think is something that we want to touch on because there's a lot of returning players and something that's de- been developed since that time is all the changes to armor. So if you remember back in the day, say before 4.0, you used to have to upgrade your armor as you were leveling. And yeah. you used to have to upgrade your companion's armor as you were leveling as well. Well, now that's uh, that's all basically moot. Um, your companion, uh, strictly their armor is strictly cosmetic. Mm-hmm. So your companion's power, how, how much they DPS or heal, that's tied to your character's level. And it's tied to your influence and your presence stat. So mm-hmm. if you've if you've gotten your presence datacrons or whatever, uh, your companions are going to be more powerful out of the gate. Uh, any any armor you put on your companion is solely for cosmetic purposes. Mm. So it doesn't matter if they're naked or barefoot. Like I've yeah. got to put shoes on Alara Dorn. Yeah, you're so gonna you're gonna like, get bolstered <laughs> to whatever that to whatever planet you're on or yeah. Yeah. So your companions always cosmetic. Doesn't matter what you put them in. Yeah. Um, now for your character. 
there's an interesting thing that happens with level sync. If you over level the planet, uh, you're level synced back down to the upper uh, upper character level of that planet. Yeah, so like if it's so, 28 to 35, you're at 35. Yeah, even if your character level is 36 or yeah. 45 or 65, whatever, your your stats will be uh, level synced down to 35 mm-hmm. in this instance. So what that means is, again, it doesn't matter what armor you're wearing if you're over leveled. Yeah. So uh, the best thing you can do is just power level through like Huda and Coruscant or, or your first two planets, gain enough levels that you're above the curve for that planet, and then you never have to worry about gearing up again because your level synced back down. So yeah. again, all your armor is cosmetic. Uh, when you get into endgame, that's when the stats start to matter again. Yeah. So if you're doing PvP, you want to get your PvP armor set. If you're doing PvE, uh, tactical flashpoints, your armor doesn't really matter. Again, you're bolstered. Story mode operations, yeah. again, you're bolstered. But if you start doing the hard mode flashpoints, uh, the heroic star fortresses, the uh, hard mode operations... All that stuff, your armor does make a big difference. So at that point, you're going to want to start getting your stats together. And that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. Stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the meantime, the cool thing, the other cool thing that they've introduced, um, along with, you know, uh, level sync and companion stats not mattering, is the uh, costume designer, yeah. the outfit designer. Outfit designer. So what they've done is essentially they've uh, removed the... Uh, your your appearance is no longer tied to your stats. So if you bra- hit letter C to bring up your character sheet, you'll see all these little tabs off the side of the character sheet, one through like 16. And those are different costumes that your character can wear. So, and you have your first one, those are the stats. That's your PVE, your PVP set, whatever. Yeah, it's got a little person next to it and a plus yeah. sign. So that's one. that's the one that is actually tied to... Your statistics and right. what your what what your rating is, like all all of your stats that are at the bottom. Those are what your real stats are. Yes. Now every page underneath that, on the other hand, all those are just for appearance. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it costs a certain amount of credits to unlock each tab. You know, the the lower ones are cheaper, twenty k, thirty k, and they get more expensive the more tabs you unlock. But also. Uh, each piece that you put in, so you unlock tab number one, right? And here, this is going to be my new appearance. And you put in a chest piece in that. And uh, it costs a certain amount of credits as well for each piece that you put into that tab. Um, fun fact, it the lower your character level, the less expensive it gets. Hmm. So if you've got a level 10 character, it only costs a thousand, 100 credits to, say, put a new chest piece in. If you've got a max level character, it costs like 2,000 credits to mm. put a chest piece in. So if... if uh, so it's kind of to your advantage it's to scaled. It's scaled, but it's to your advantage to, you know, pick a look when you start a new character and roll with it. But then you can change it as you go yeah, along. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it's not a whole ton of credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's sort of scale with what you get when you're clearing mobs and stuff. It's a, exactly. It's, it's not enough credits to be um uh, damn it, I can not a disadvantage yeah. of it's not uh, too restrictive. Uh, yes, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of the word freaking word words oh well anyway yeah um, but yeah yeah professionals yeah. <laughs> but the uh the other thing that's neat is so you've unlocked your tab for for costume and you've got seven slots there obviously you're never going to use bracers because that they're basically invisible they're always covered up by your gloves i don't know man <laughs> uh, bracers are important or they can sure, be they can be they have stats on them but they True. you never see them um, but all the all the other pieces that you can you can mix and match whatever armor and again it doesn't matter if it's uh, weight class so if it doesn't matter if it's heavy or if it's light armor uh, you know if you're a marauder um, you're restricted to wearing light armor for your stats but uh, you can put on a heavy piece in your costume designer mm-hmm. um, 
Also, it doesn't matter if I don't think it matters if there's any of the restrictions like you need to be light five or dark five to wear this armor. I think those are removed as well. Mm. Um, but what's neat about this is so you decide I want to I want the appearance of this chest piece. OK, cool. Bing, you put that in there and then you decide, well, I like this chest piece in white and you do that. And then you, you can also stamp a die pack onto it. So mm-hmm. you can change the color of that chess piece. And then you say, well, I'd also like this chess piece in blue. So you can open up another tab, put that same chess piece into tab number two, and die it again. If you control right click on the chess piece, it opens up what dies are in it. Mm-hmm. And you can either remove the die or you can add a new die or replace a die pack. Mm-hmm. So you can have the same chess piece in different tabs, just in different colors if you want to mix and match. Yeah, so, so like if you, uh, you, you know, you want the home team colors or you want the away team colors, right. whichever way you want it or something like that. If yeah. you really like that stupid chess piece. If you like it. You can uh, make it look however you want. Yeah, it's pretty cool. rad. So you can you can have the same chess piece with different dies, and it doesn't change the original. Yeah. Which, if you remember back, uh, if you died, you know, your 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 chess piece before, it was, it was the original was died. And you if you wanted a different color chess piece, you'd have to go out and acquire another one. So now you can stamp that chess piece as many different times as you want. The other neat thing is that uh, you can keep all this armor in your cargo hold. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to have it in your inventory. If you've, you're, if you've used all seven slots for 10 outfits, that's 70 pieces. You can put those all in your cargo hold. You don't need to have them on your personal inventory set. So you can just put it in your cargo hold and ignore it and be done. So you can, uh, and it's it's fun. So once you build out all your outfits, you can switch between them. You know, oh, I'm on I'm on Tatooine time for my, you know, uh, yeah, you know, I want goggles. Uh, yeah, and, I want to look like uh, <laughs> want to look like a Tuscan Raider. Yeah, wanna, exactly. Okay, so, I want to. Okay, I'm on Hoth. I need my cold weather gear. Exactly. Or, uh, yeah. You know, I want this or that. So it's uh, kind of. I think it's a little more RP than it is anything else. A little uh, bit. I, I have used Outfit Designer. Uh, zero times zero. Um, so like uh, zero point zero is about about the amount that I've used it. I've used it a few times because I get the uh, the rep armor sets. Oh yeah. So I maxed out my Zerka one ninety eight rep. So I bought that armor set and it's got a trench coat with like a logo on the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of goofy, but I'll pop that in every once in a while or the dread you know the Oricon yeah. rep gear. So I I use it kind of as a badge of like I finished this fucking rep grind. Yeah. Here's my outfit. I don't. I haven't used none. Like I, no. I, I tried it on my sniper for a little bit here and there, just so I could have like a slutty dance outfit. Yeah. Uh, and other than that, <laughs> slutty dance it, outfit number one. Yeah. Slutty it, dance it was, outfit it was number basically two. Just to just to screw with you guys when we were playing in uh, playing PVE. Right. So uh, <laughs> otherwise, it's like I use it for nothing. So like for me, it's it's it feels kind of useless. But I mean, if you're into the different looks or changing your look without worrying about your stats, like right. trying to pull mods and all that stuff, like we used to have to do, you don't have to do that crap anymore. Exactly, like, you don't have to do any of that stuff. It's, yep. it's a way to make it so that you don't have to, you don't have all that work to try to transfer stuff and all the credits that you had to spend to pull mods out and then put yes. stuff in. It used to be a huge credit and, sink. Yeah, yeah, because you know you had to double augment if you wanted to two different chess pieces that you wanted to switch between or whatever. Right. You know, and now the the only other thing is is that remember that those stats, like if you apply it, those stats, whatever that piece of uh crap gear that's in the in your tabs does not count toward your stats you know that's correct yeah so like you can't put your pve or pvp gear in in one of the tabs unfortunately i wish that was real wish that was real but yeah uh, but that's not something that is actually a thing so no so it's it's pretty fun because again they separate the uh the visual from the stats which is which is a good idea yeah so um there's a there's a handful of wishes out there like i wish uh the weapon 
was yeah. part of that as well. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. could you could have a different lightsaber, have a weapon that matched your outfit, to match your or, outfit. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, different crystals or stamp your crystals. That yeah, kind of thing. yeah, exactly. Be, yeah, that would be cool. Like and that. the other thing, like you were talking about, it would be nice to have two two sets of uh, gear for stats or yeah. three sets, you like know? a checkbox I, where you can activate the stats on whatever whatever yeah. tab it is. I put or, on my tank set. I put yeah. on my DPS set. Yeah, I, totally. I PVP. Yeah, that would be like then I could see an actual real reason for other people that don't RP to really use it. Uh, other than what you're talking about trying to show off yeah you know like um, show like, off check out me but yeah i got a big dick <laughs> pretty <laughs> awesome man i, I, I rule this place and only one more weekly for section x i can uh, do it oh, almost there i don't even know what you're talking can, about yeah dude like what achievement, progress bar achievement progress you're an achievement whore that's right whore. Whore. <laughs> okay so this week we got a chance to or last week we got a chance to go play this new war zone this king of the hill war zone over at uh, over at bioware and it was awesome we had a good time playing with everybody and i really wish we had a microphone in the room while we were playing because it was hilarious i i asked Um, and they said you can never ever release the audio (laughs) so so, yeah (laughs) like damn it because it was just hilarious listening to everybody yell at each other because it's so much fun i mean it's like it's like having mumble chat but it's like the it was almost like the old school days of land parties when you'd bring your computer to your friend's house we're all in the same room (laughs) and and it was like most of us were on the same team in the one room that we were on fighting other dudes that were in the office somewhere And it was hilarious. It was, it was great. really funny and a, and a good time. Also, because we, you know, we make up terms for shit because yeah. it, it, it didn't exist. So, like, go to the potion shop. Like, yeah. <laughs> and everybody knows where the potion what shop the hell is. is. The potion shop. Go huh? to the Coliseum. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're making stuff up, having a good time, and it's a lot of fun. And now we get to uh, we get to go back and talk to Musco about this war zone and get a few more details on exactly how this war zone works and what you were going to find on the playtest server. Uh, actually now? Yes. Pretty much? So, yeah. Yeah. Let's get into that. How long does something like this usually sit there and get tested, especially like a new war zone? I mean, is it going to be, I mean, not to like pin down a launch date or anything like that for it, but I mean, is is it a month? Is it two months? Is it six months? I mean, like that. So that depends on two things. One, um, when, how far along it is when it goes to PTS and how it tests on PTS goes on PTS. Everyone's like, I hate this thing. Um, maybe longer than um, if people if it goes to PTS and everyone's like, this is super cool. Just need these minor tweaks. Then we make you know this thing's broken. We fix the broken thing and then we release it. So that's about as vague as it could possibly be. Okay, yep. cool. Yep. But right, we did good. say we did say on the last <laughs> producer stream that the intent is April. Okay. Community manager disclaimer: all things subject to change, but <laughs> right. but intent the intent is April. Well, and and you know after after getting a chance to to play it and get in there and actually experience it a little bit, it's it feels like it's pretty fleshed out. Yeah, okay. yeah. We've been we've been messing with this war zone for for quite some time. Like it's, you know we were just talking about like I've been playing in the playtest for a while and it's come a long way. It's cool. It's really really cool. It's something that I wish people could see could actually see publicly is what an, a very early war zone looks like and how that transforms into like a finished product. Um, it's just one of those things of like, I don't know that someone outside a development studio has the understanding of like when you play something really early and really early, 
what that's like. Like, you guys thought about doing that, like 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 recording a stream of you guys playing it. At that's least, really like, funny at steps because it seems like it would be okay. Here it is with just just frames and that's not about that's not a bad idea actually. You know, and like taking people through the stages of it, it's okay. Here's phase one. Here's phase two. Kind of like behind the scenes of an album recording. Yeah, I think uh, that's that's an interesting idea. I think I would love to do that. The tricky thing is sometimes we'll work on like we may have worked on something in the past and played it and then decided you know what this we can't get this to be fun. We're not going to do it anymore. Yeah. And then you have the expectation of like people have been watching us development and we're like, we're not doing that anymore. And now oh, they no, just no, watch no. something, something they never <laughs> knew existed that, now got canceled. That's not how that works. Yeah. You do like, it after they release. Yeah, you don't, yeah. you, you <laughs> don't release it until it goes live. I see. So like after we release the new Warzone, go back and show exactly. the old stuff. Exactly. See, now we're talking. You record, the making of. Yeah, you that's, record that's the good. entire time. And then if it makes it, you know, and, and actually goes, then you can show the and you always how do it, it in, built. in black and white. Yeah, 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 right. Every time. The making ofs are always in black and white. I like so. it. I like it. <laughs> Flashback scenes. That's a really good idea. But yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like it'd be a really cool thing to be able to show people how it how much work goes behind it. Because I think that's, a, you know, a lot of people don't understand how long it takes to develop something like sure. this and how much effort it actually does is put into it. Yeah, no, that's that's a really good point. Actually, that's a really good idea. I will I will 100% take that to the team because I like I wish people could see some of the fun because like everything's buggy and stuff when it's early, yeah, right? Totally. Like it's amazingly buggy. So there is some hilariously amazing things that happen like this this war zone actually there was a scenario where i was running and hiding from somebody and there was like a doorway with like an arch around it and somehow i managed to hide around the back of the doorway but i had to jump over a gap in the the world to get behind the doorway and i was like oh my god i don't know if i can get back out of here so i'm like i have this endless void beneath me and i'm on like this little ledge behind a doorway it's just fun it's fun things like that that happen when you're playing in early stuff and i, I really think like people would be if find that stuff cool yeah you know to, yeah. to be able to see pull back the curtain developed. a little bit yeah, yeah. totally that's a really good idea and i like that the fact you know yeah. obviously because this will happen yeah. now now that you know it yep so now regarding the new war zone uh we said we played it but we didn't we didn't we didn't divulge too much information correct, correct. so this is um king of the hill yep and can we go a little deeper now into yeah, into yeah. exactly by, by, by all means like I said you guys will be releasing this around the time it's going to PTS right so yeah. people theoretically people can play it today or right now depending on when this goes out right yeah, so hopefully. by yeah. all means all go right. ahead talk. you guys are welcome to talk about it alright cool so one of the most exciting things is the uh, the cross faction and and that opens up a lot of speculation yep. is into other other realms. So uh, first, when you're in the war zone, if you have cross faction, can you do other things like whisper someone from a cross faction? Or? You cannot. The only okay. thing that works is the ability to queue and get onto a team, and you can obviously speak as part of being like in the operation the team. Ops but, chat, the ops yep. group or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah but we, there is no other, like you're not, can't be like, let me trade my mats inside of this, right? this war zone. Yeah, you cannot do that. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, so is there going to be any more cross-faction outside of this war zone? Say the old, old PVP maps, will those change? Sure. So that's definitely something the team is talking about. I think one of the things that's important to realize about the new war zone is the, the context of how of what this war zone is, right? So um, I know we had talked about on the last live stream that, uh, for example, the the entire war zone is voiced by Lana. Um, one of the interesting things is if you look at the story progression itself, like with Fallen Empire, we wanted to make sure that story was a focus for everything. And this war zone is really not that different. Sure, at the end of the day, people love their war zones. It's Star Wars. They want to murder each other with lightsabers. That's there, right? right. Um, but we want to make sure that it has relevance that ties back to the story. And so if you look at the way the story is progressing, um, the which spoilers, by the way, if someone hasn't played in Fallen Empire, the you're, you're 
there's a unified enemy in the Eternal Empire. And so the Empire and the Republic kind of have to wor- almost work together a little bit. There's some soft truce going on there um, to take down the Eternal Empire. And so this is in, in, a, in a manner of speaking, like, let's get together and train beating the crap out of each other so that we can then take down the Eternal Empire, which is very much how this is framed as a training mission. Which so why it's on Odessa and why it's, uh, you know, the, the that whole part of it, kind of bringing the background story to it. Correct. So it has that thematic yeah. story to it that allows us to make make it so that an you know a sage and an inquisitor can be on the same team whether we extend that to other war zones or not i guess will depend on player feedback and, and some but the, the conversation's going on because well, the question is, is is how does that how how does that screw up the queues like with all those other war zones being in queue and being in sure. line you know i have a trouble getting you know getting imp on imp war zones all the time anyway so right. how is that going to work as far as those cues go are we gonna get either quest hutball or the new one or sure sure so i don't i don't know uh, i don't know the intricate details of the like well when you get hutball versus you know this yeah. war zone but specifically tied for this war zone it really is just this simple take 16 players don't care whether they're republic don't care whether they're empire we go from the top of the list to the bottom we grab 16 of you and we throw you in odessa so if it's three republic and 13 empire great if it's eight and eight great if it's 16 and zero it's fine if whatever the 16 players are that are in queue when Ode- when this war zone pops we just grab 16 of you and we throw you in to kill each other okay all right very good that's so gonna be interesting so will this pop more often then if you're not waiting for eight Eight people on a side. That's a good question that I don't know the answer to. I guess it de- it would depend on how the how it how it decides which war zone is going to pop. But yeah. I mean, theoretically, if this was imagine in a world where this was the only war zone, yes, it would certainly pop more because <laughs> you don't have to worry about having yeah. even numbers on the sides. Yeah. So on PTS, is this the only war zone? That you can queue up for? Uh, no. So our plan is that when you queue up for a war zone, it is going to rotate between this war zone and the Rishi Arena. Ah, oh, the Rishi Arena. That's right. Rishi, that Rishi Arena is still coming. So um, it'll rotate between those two. Okay. Um, and then when we go live, I think you did this with the last Hutball map where the new map would pop more often. Is that going to happen with King of the Hill? I suspect the answer to that is yes. I don't know for sure, but I suspect that we would do that again. Because everyone wants to play the new yeah, Warzone. People, yeah, exactly. I mean, you want to get people in there to play it and experience it. Yep. Uh, it well, and this one feels like it's going to take a lot longer for people to master than any of the other ones that are that are out there. Because uh, the, it's one of the big. It feels like at least the biggest map that I've that I played in a Warzone. It right. may not be. Well, I it feels actually, big. It feels I haven't, <laughs> you know measured out the meters, but but it feels like a really really big map and with five nodes all in it that that everybody can work through it's it's going to be a tough one to be for people to master yeah i'll be very interested to see and this will be one of the great things that we'll get feedback on on pts for sure is how people feel about the map and the layout and travel times and all that stuff like there'll be that friction point of like like we had talked about this right you're at uh you're at one point and you're like well wait a minute i could there's two of us here we could go try to fight over another one you're like wait do i leave do i do i wait for this round to end and then just get this point again and you have to make those conscious decisions and it's interesting because that's that's a friction point but it's also decision making and it's part of the strategy right so it'll be i'm very intrigued to see how people feel about the war zone when it goes on pts because yeah there'll be there'll be some interesting ways that you can uh with power-ups well i mean i guess we should explain kind of 
how this one yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, by all sure. means. Um, there are, what, there's five nodes. There are five. There, yeah, correct. Uh, and they randomly turn on and, and which ones you, will be accessible. And I know that some of the, some of the UI, has any of that stuff changed from what we uh, saw? Yeah, or? yeah the, there's, there may be some updates to it from the last time you saw it. Okay, so there's a, basically there are ways to see each one of those nodes mm-hmm. and which ones are active or inactive. Yep. And they're active or inactive, you have to get them by standing in them, basically. Correct. So the idea is to get there before anybody else or yep. get more people than anybody else. So And so one thing that may have changed since last time you were there is it is not about having a majority. Oh, it, no. is, it is about having the point. So okay. if you are okay. one person and there are five of them and you manage to, you're an inquisitor and you manage to push all of them off the point long enough for the point to cap in your favor, it is now your point. So how long does that point take to cap? Now? So right now it takes five seconds to cap a point. Okay. Totally subject to change. It might even have changed by the time it's on PTS. But right now it's five seconds to cap the point. Okay. okay. And it has to be all one side. In the point. Correct. Time. Correct. Okay. If at any point there are, and this counts whether it's going from neutral to yours or from theirs to yours, um, being in the point, you must be alone. Like all, it must be all team yellow, all team blue in yeah. that point to actually convert it to yours. Okay. If everybody leaves a point, does it change hand? Go uh, neutral? If, if, or? If, correct. It will go to neutral. Okay. Which fun fact, I, test, yeah. I tested that myself sort of on accident by <laughs> stealthing on the point which i know you guys will probably ask about and i just went stealth alone and it neutralized because if you are stealth you do not count as being on the point really because because oh. <laughs> that would be cheating but amazing yeah <laughs> as someone who plays concealment <laughs> operative i it would be it would be amazing but yeah it does it does not count that way hmm, interesting yep. so that yeah that's some yeah that'll change the way the way you play that a whole lot yep. yeah so each round is what seventy five seconds? Uh, something like that. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's changed so much in the recent time that I don't remember, but it's somewhere around seventy seconds. Yeah. Okay. And so the the way it works to to expand on what you had said is that early on there's two points, so two of the five points spawn, um, and so you can go and you cap them as soon as and there's there's a static amount of time per round. So if it's seventy five seconds, every second you get one point that you control that point, um, but you lose those points. So seventy five seconds. If it takes you twenty five seconds to get the point, those are twenty five points that are gone sure yeah and so then you cap the point at the end of the 75 seconds there's a brief intermission between rounds where new points spawn up and then you either have to stay there run to those and fight over those etc and then mixed on top of that there are power-ups there as are well. there are some amazing power-ups and power-ups that we saw were uh were like an up speed so it, it would give you like double the points per second yep uh there was the deactivator the, the deactivator shut down which <laughs> was the dick move yeah that's the nut punch uh, <laughs> you mean, was the uh, best thing in the entire war zone yeah, you mean yeah, yeah. totally the dick move. <laughs> uh is to deactivate uh, a node that's uh, that's active and then there was also active you can node. activate yep. one that's inactive. Yep, that's inactive, yep. and then and there's a fourth. there's a speed up. So speed there's there's up. two. So you can either double the amount of points you're getting per tick, or you can speed up um, so that the point instead of closing in 75 seconds, it'll close yeah, yeah. in 32 and a half seconds. Yeah. So and by the way, those power ups stay if they change hands. So if you're like, oh, I got this point all by myself, I'm going to double the amount of points, and then the other team rolls in and takes it from you, they're now getting double the points. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> so that power so up will stick to the nose. They, so will, they stick stick. The so will stick. Something else that was interesting was you could pass the power ups to yeah. other players. Is that still a thing? That is still a thing. So you uh, so we added in Knights of the Fallen Empire the temporary ability bar that pops up. So when you pick up a power up, it'll pop up and there's basically two buttons. There's one button which is use this power up, and then there's another button which is pass this power up. It's pretty much melee range. You click it, it will pass it to an ally who's right around you. Because if someone kills you while you're carrying a power up, then it goes to the nearest enemy person and by the way there's a beam of light coming off of you when you're carrying a power up so people will know that you have it it's like having the hot ball 
and it's yeah. color coded. Yeah. So if let's say you're carrying deactivate, which is red, don't let it on your point. Right. Because <laughs> that then your yeah. point your point goes away. All right. So um, so let's go back into stealth. What happens if you're stealth and you pick up a power up? You are no longer in stealth. Okay. So if you if you're stealth and you pick up if you go over a power up and a power up appears similar to like um, the uh, the health or the speed boost one of those power ups um, yeah. it looks like that um, different icon you'll you guys will see it on PTS um, and so when you go over it it'll give you one of four random power ups one of the four that we just discussed and it will pop you out of stealth. So each one of those that so it's it's basically just an icon that gives you a random yep generated from that from that particular power up icon. Correct. Okay. So it's not a fixed spot where you know I can. Go and Correct. Get You're this. not like okay. I'm going to go get yeah. the deactivate, which is much smarter because exactly instead of running to get the yeah. deactivate, it, it randomizes the the power ups as well. Which Correct. Is, makes it even more difficult to plan. Correct. Which is good. Yep. And if you, I, I'm trying to think of how it works. It either works that if you go into stealth, you drop it, or that you just can't stealth when you have it. One of those two is true. Okay. But either way, we are not going to allow you to carry a power up in stealth and walk <laughs> onto a point. Damn it! <laughs> that, I mean, that makes sense though. Well, that's yeah. totally. It once was bugged that it worked that way, and that is not a good way for it to work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I, yeah, if you could do that with the with the deactivate, that uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it is worth pointing out as well, especially for the deactivate. All of these power ups have a cast time, so yeah. it can be interrupted. You can be stunned while you're doing it. So it's not like you just walk onto a point with a deactivate and the point's gone. You have to yeah. then actually activate. get the cast off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just point. I realize we didn't say that, and I can see people getting nervous, <laughs> being like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, it's not quite that easy. No. It's uh, it's. I mean, the gameplay in it is 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 hilarious. I mean, like it's it's a lot of fun because I mean, versus when you're uh, when you're on a node like on Novair Coast or something like that, when you're trying to uh, trying to cap something that takes a long time, this is like quick. Yeah, and it can yeah. go either way really fast. And that's and that was kind of the fun thing about it was that, yeah, I'm standing in the middle of the node as a sniper about to get killed and I blow everybody out of the thing and. I got the nose. And then you win. Yes, yeah. Really good. <laughs> yep. and, and the nice thing is you don't have to, like, unlike something like a Novair Coast, you don't have to interact with anything. Yeah. You just stand there yep. and you get it. So you're going to be fighting while the basically the node, usually just your proximity is doing the work exactly. for you. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. But learn the, the, the toughest thing is really going to be that the map is huge and like multi-layered as well. Cause that was the other thing that was kind of fascinating. Yeah, You go up to get power ups. Yeah. There's, and there's grapple points where you can jump up on the ledge. Up. There's, yeah. um, uh, but a lot of weaving in and out and a lot of places to go in and out and, uh, and easy to get lost. But I, yeah, we're doing, uh, we're, we uh, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think if those are in yet or not. I know that one of the things we're talking about doing is adding basically signage, which yeah. will just point you to the different points. I, I'm trying to remember if I just played it yesterday. I don't remember if any of those were in. But it sounds like it was going to be pretty simple, like kind of kind of like the hutball arrows that are different yep. colors or whatever, yeah. pointing in whatever yeah. direction. Basically, yeah. we will, what we want to be able to do is that someone can look at their surroundings or look at their map and know where they are. Like yeah. we want to make sure the points themselves are distinct, the areas of the map are distinct, and then there's signage pointing you where you are. Yeah. But if you're a dude who wants to just press M and look at your map, you could do that too. Yeah. I do that. The one question that you guys did had uh, that you had asked was, do points count similar to hypergates? Oh, right. Which is, so if you if you die near a point or something, does it count? And the answer is no. The only points that are gained are from holding the 
the actual points themselves. Do you have to hold the node to the end of the round, or can you gain 20 points and then lose the node and you keep those 20 Absolutely. points? Absolutely. Point, the points are a constant, so every second the points are ticking up. So if you hold that point for three seconds, you'll get those three points, and then you carry on with your day. Okay. So yeah, so and you'll see a lot of... Uh, I, I'm, I'm expecting we'll see this. I mean, I'm only speaking from personal experience in playing the Warzone, but you'll see like Juggernaut manages to get to the point, and then he's just sitting there holding the fort down against 900 people, you know, and he's just being on killable and that's really cool because he's occupying a lot of people he's still racking up those points as long as he doesn't get pushed out you know there's you know a, a, a sork will be running around and using phase walk to jump in and out of the point just to make sure they keep it tagged as a manner of speaking so um it's gonna be i'm gonna be very interested to see the strategies people come up with of getting people on and off the points because holding those points is everything yeah, yeah. this is going to be one of those that where that strategy is going to make a bigger difference than any of the other ones. I mean, there's there's yeah. distinct strategies that we've used on the other war zones, but I mean, this one, the variance is going to be huge. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, huge. knockback immunity is important. Yeah. <laughs> Getting knocked off ledges is a thing that exists and is hilarious. Yes, it is kind of awesome to watch <laughs> somebody sail off into the sky. Right <laughs> the, that's that is a beautiful thing. The the biggest thing that seems like it's going to be the toughest thing is what we st- kind of where we started was the cross faction thing, you know, and and how that queue is going to actually look and and function between some of this stuff because I know that you know we're on Shadowlands and it seems like the the uh, the pub players are not there at least when I'm playing yeah uh, War Zones now they love GSF for some reason like huh they're ace there's like three squadrons of GSF on Shadowlands of pubs. nice. But like regular war zones, it always seems to be faction, faction, or, you know, it's always faction imp, v imp. Yeah. yeah, a lot. So I mean, and I think that's going to be some of the craziest, some of the craziest cool things. But it also seems to be leading into something else, maybe at some point. But you know, we don't want to get into that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the nice things is that one of the greatest things about this war zone specifically is people who are on different factions can end up in war zones together. So it could be friends yeah. if they have someone who happens to be playing cross the other side. Now, unfortunately, you can't group up with someone on the opposite faction and queue together um, but you could end up in the same war zone as them and and let's say for some reason your server has not a lot of people playing pvp on republic for some reason they just haven't been able to get queue pops now that one guy who's been queuing every night he just queues up he's he could be the one republic guy in that war zone and that's fine and that's exactly what the what this should hopefully help alleviate is any any situations where that occurs you get some scragglers that can't get a can't can't get an 18 18 yeah. to pop. we're here for you scragglers yeah <laughs> we're here sense. for you beautiful those are our people that's right so something else that's new with this war zone um when you die it's a different sequence than a normal war zone where you're locked behind the gate so to walk us through that a little bit. Sure. So there's two components to it. Um, it's wave resurrections, basically. So it's not that you die and then you just click respawn and you wait and you're going to stand at the gate. It's basically that the waves come and then as the wave hits, you're back up and you can run back out right away. Um, and also the spawn door that you come out of changes. Right. So one of the things that was interesting and you guys probably, I think I noticed you guys noticed it as well, is that depending on where the points are is where it will spawn you. In some cases, because what we want to make sure is that um, we're not giving one team or the other an unfair advantage by being closer to a point or further from a point. So by us being able to rotate which spawn point you're coming out of, we make sure that it's always fair for both teams. Yeah, and it's, it's 
typically what they're saying is it's the one that's like farthest away from the the points that are active. most likely yeah yeah usually yeah i mean late in the game so one of the things is that as the as the match progresses more and more points spawn so early on only two points are up but by the end of the game there's three four points up at a time and this isn't even counting the fact that someone could just be like i'm gonna go turn on this point um so later on it gets it gets crazy hectic because your team is all over the place and there'll be lots of little one-off skirmishes that start to happen late so where you're the where you come out of when you die is going to be very interesting especially later in the game so how likely is it uh that we're on the pts that we're looking at pretty close to the final product um i would say it's probably pretty close to the final product um i think that and you guys can correct me if if i'm wrong and this is totally just my personal opinion i think the war zone's in a really good place Mm -hmm. um i have a lot it's really really is a lot of fun i think there'll be some like this is where you always have that fun case of players will find things to do that we never even thought of existed right right? and so pts is always a really fun chance for us to see the crazy strategies that people come up with and if there's any big stuff that we have to change there you know we'll certainly do it um we definitely have an aggressive plan on how we want to make sure that we're getting lots of testing on this war zone um the more people that test it the more people that give us feedback whether that feedback is you telling us what you think or just just playing the war zone gives us a lot of data to look at to see what people are doing um so we'll we'll make adjustments it's hard to answer that question because if you guys get on and everyone thinks that there's problems here or there and we need to adjust it maybe we're not in a good place personally i think we're in a good place but i guess it remains to be seen well, I mean, it's also one of those. I think I, I think that you guys uh, playing it as uh, you know in within the within the dev team. I mean, you kind of get an idea whether or not it's fun. Yeah, and it, you know, it, and that, that's like yeah. if you think it's fun, and yeah. you know, you know, it's like that. That seems like it goes a long yeah, way, especially very early on, right? Like there was plenty of things where we're like, yeah, this part of it is just not fun, and we'd yeah. all go around the room and just be shaking our head, <laughs> like, yeah, let's not have that be a thing. Yeah. Um, and so you, you're right. You can weed out. You can always weed out the things that are just broadly not fun to yeah. deal with pretty quickly. Um, it's always the nuance, right? Like, and everyone's gonna. Everyone has their favorite war zone. Everyone has the war zone that they're like, oh my god, Novair Coast again, right? Like, that's me. They. <laughs> so you always have you always have those that occur, but yeah. um, it's it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> are you going to incentivize PTS play like we did what last year when making changes to the to capping a node? Last year, you were giving out coins if you played a certain number of match. Yeah, that's something we're talking about. Um, we're going to definitely be on, P- most likely we'll be on T- PTS for a couple weeks um, or more, depending. And uh, so we're looking at what we want to do to make sure we get people in, right? Like, usually, like, first weekend everyone will be on right. PTS and that won't be a problem. The question is later on, do we want to try to do we want to try to s- sprinkle on some sugar to make sure it's a little bit more <laughs> enticing to get people in there? Um, I think it'll depend on, you know, if we get we get a lot of people in and testing. Um, I would love to do it. I think it was really cool. I mean, obviously, anyone who has the opportunity to get free cartel coins wants to do that. Right. Right. And so if it gets us more testing, sounds like an idea like, that we should look into. So it's it's very possible we may do something like that, yeah. but but it remains to be seen. You got to figure at this point when we're so many people barking about you know group play, having a new piece of group play is going to get people jazzed. Yeah, you for know, sure, it's going to get people going and yeah. checking it out. Yeah, and I, like I said, I'm really hopeful for this one because I think that it's so different from every other war zone. It really it, is. Like I feel like there's so much strategy that goes in. It, it, so much different than like get the hut pole, get it across the line, you know, and there's lots of ways that happens. Yeah. But this one, there's just so much craziness that can happen that. I'm, I'm going to be curious to see if there is a strategy, right? Like you have, you always have the maps of like everybody go right, 
you know, it's like, yeah. or everyone goes center and grass. Like you always have these strategies that evolve. And I'm curious to see if this has a strategy that evolves. Cause I feel like as soon as the strategy evolves, it's going to be a counter strategy. Oh yeah, totally. Well, because even, even those old strategies for the old war zones, they've even evolved, uh, you know, re- somewhat recently, like how we've, uh, how we've done a few things in a few, a few of them. Like that actually works. Yeah. yeah. You like, used to get away a- with leaving one defender. Now yeah. you need two. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, it's it, it you know, and and this is one where there's so many variables. Like yep. I, I don't think there's, you know, there's definitely not one with that many variables in it. You know, and Quest Ball had a few that were Quest Hot Ball had a few that were kind of random and odd. Whether it's the slime or the those things, but this is like, yeah, the game changers too, and be able to like change the outcome to all the way to the end, which is yeah. pretty awesome. I mean, like you said, being able to deactivate a point, yeah. like the power, like, you know, you're going into the last, you know, one of the later rounds, your opponent's team, they just, they only need like 15 points, right? So all they got to do is grab one point. So that all of them go to one point and they're just like, all right, guys, let's just hold this. You manage to CC them, right? Deactivate the point and you're holding the other three points. Right. All of a sudden you just won. Yeah. Like there's so much, um, that's the stuff that I'm really looking yeah. forward to. There's just like these crazy come behind from victories. Amazing opportunities for dick moves. Like amazing, <laughs> amazing opportunities yeah. to, yeah. to which, and if we know anything, PV play, PVP players are famous for their right. dick moves. Yeah. I mean, you give, you give PV, PVP players the opportunity to be jerks to each other. Yeah. And that's the design of the they war. Might, that yeah. sounds like a recipe for success to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but yeah. no, awesome. 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 So, um, let's not overlook Rishi arena. Sure. Um, that's going to be on PTS as well. That is going to be on PTS at the same time. So is that a hint of a new ranked season coming up? Ha. So uh, certainly the question that comes up as soon as you look at the fact that there's an arena is that when is seasons coming back? We're still talking about it. I wish I had more information to give you right now, yeah. but we're, we're still talking about what, what the season looks like, what rewards look like and that stuff. And at least for right now, our plan is still that Rishi will launch with the season starting, not necessarily with the war zone. So even though they're on PTS together, they may not launch together. Okay. I'm out of questions. I just want to get in and blow shit yeah, up. I know. Exactly. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to play this damn thing. Let's do it. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Always yeah. for coming. I'm sorry you guys missed the steak truck today. I know. Damn it. The steak truck. We <laughs> tried. We <laughs> tried. So when you said Wednesday. Tuesday or Wednesday, I was like, Wednesday, let's do it, man. Wednesday, steak truck. Let's get some french fries. I still can't believe that's real. I know. <laughs> it's the, we, like I said, we were talking about this before we were recording. The day that we discovered that there was a truck that would drive here and hand me steak on top of french fries, I was like, I don't. This seems like the best thing that's ever happened in my life. Indeed. Now they yes. put it in taco form. Cilantro comes over here as well. Oh, so I'm thinking steak fried taco, like something. No, that's that's just oh mad. That's, um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's too much. Thanks again to Bioware and uh, Musco and everybody for having us out there, to yes. not only to play this uh, Warzone, but also uh, for giving us all this information and uh, telling us more about how this thing works. It's uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. I think it's good. It's it's still by far the favorite Warzone of mine. I think that I'm going to find this one to be a bear. Like this is going to yeah. be a real pain in the ass, but I think it's probably going to be one of the most fun Warzones that they have on the on the list yeah so it's gonna be one of the, when everything else pops you're gonna be oh damn it yeah. so hopefully hopefully the cube pop, to promise it. where it pops a little more will be 
be pretty awesome. So yes. thanks yes. again to, for uh, for yes. having us and uh, and to tell us more about it. So look for look for that on the playtest server. Uh, more details and stuff, bug reports, all that on the forums at, uh, at right. Swotor.com. So if you want to like you know if you if you get in there and start playing it, all the info is uh, is on there on the forums. So you yeah. can check all that. We'll stuff see you out. on the PTS for sure. And you can find <laughs> us, of course, at iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. Search Bad Feeling Podcast. Uh, maybe leave us a one star. Uh, take one, uh, maybe yeah. two, something like two that. Stars. A couple of stars. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us what you think of the show. Tell us you right. love us. You yes, know? we would appreciate that. I love love. Yeah, you can also find us on uh, social way. media: Facebook.com/slash Bad Feeling Podcast and Twitter at Bad Feeling PDCST, and of course uh, Bad Feeling Podcast.com. You get go there, it. you can get everything. You can uh, stream the show there. You can get the outro, outro music. music, dude. Yeah. yeah, you get the forums and all that stuff, and you can play with us if you would like to uh, jump onto Shadowlands. That's right. Now that we're on a populated server, yes. You can find us on, on Shadowlands. It has a bad feeling on the inside, as well as loves Twi'leks and Spice on the yes. uh, on the pub side. Just do we a, are not serious players. We no. just like to have fun. Just kind of dick around, but yeah, Yay. just do a slash C join bad feeling, and we'll get you and uh, and have some good times, man. So uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, bad feeling about this podcast. <laughs>